Hello and welcome to Just a Podcast from the Res. I am your host. It is so good to be back in the unceded territory of the Simchian people. I am on call by Kitsilis. I'm marrying the queen of Kitsilis. I just got to throw that in there. Shout out to my lady holding it down upstairs as I am in our basement. And also big shout out uh, to Wynn Bignall. To Shallow a Sunset is the album that this song is from. You can go check it out on Spotify. Anywhere music is sold or listened to. Whatever you got to do, go check it out. Win Big No, Too Shallow a Sunset. I got a couple of tracks that I'm going to be using from Win because I like his vibe. I like his story. And someday he might be making an appearance on the podcast. Also, the podcast today is sponsored by Debbie's Flowers. Debbie's my damn mom. Go buy my mom's flowers. They're beautiful. She's been a florist her entire life. She's got the eye. She's got the flower eye. She sees flowers on the ground. She picks them up and she makes them look even better. Do they live longer? No. But they look good for you. Debbie's Flowers in Massive. Hide a 922-4321. She's on Facebook. Join a Facebook group, Debbie's Flowers. Anyways, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the guests right now. I got not the first ever health sick on the podcast. We had Rob Germain on for the All Native Fantasy Draft. Got a spoiler. I got the history makers in here. They're about to be making history. There's some big news dropping uh, with them. I got Casey Holland, of course. Charlie Brown. How's it going, boys? What's going on? Yo, yo, what's going, man? Just chilling. Big chilling. Yo, what up? What up? going on so yeah we haven't actually you know we've i've we've been uh, kind of supporting each other through uh facebook and social media and such not um but i just want to start off the podcast by saying love your guys' shit it's freaking it's dope i love what you're doing uh unapologetically yourselves is kind of why i you know i was just like okay yeah these are my kind of guys right now um yeah, yeah. so you, um yeah um what is history makers? How did you two collab on it? And, uh, yeah. Shit, man. We're basically transitioning from being a clothing line into like a lifestyle brand. We want to like go further than just clothing. Um, me and Charlie collaborated cause we're family, man. I grew up chilling with Charlie as a kid throughout our teen years, hang out, of course, party, chill, whatever, came close family all the way through. And then we had always kind of talked about trying to do something like this. We, we didn't really have it as a lifestyle brand in the beginning. We really wanted to just kind of create a clothing line that represented the Northwest coast in urban streetwear as well. And um, from there, we kind of just blossomed into like what we're growing into now, but that's that's the the history makers is like you know we're trying to be the original like northwest coast urban apparel you know we want that like and the lifestyle brand as well we have a lot of other things coming up that we're going to do for you know like mental health and Mm -hmm. the youth and everything too so yeah for sure so charlie what's it like to you know be a part of it and and grow it and see where it's gone today yeah um it's a beautiful thing to be a part of it was cool because a few years ago we would always talk about just selling shirts and whatnot and then um you know casey just called me one day after we kind of 
shot down a few uh, a few other names that we had possibilities for a brand, and he just called me one day and shot me the idea, sent me the photo of the logo, and we were like, "Damn, let's run with this!" And uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're obviously looking to rewrite history in our own ways, and uh, I kind of. I work archaeology with Central Coast Archaeology. I've done that for roughly like seven or eight years. And we take youth to old village sites and reconnect them with where they're from. And we're kind of big on that, you know, being being from somewhere and having that identity is huge. And that's what we're trying to push. You know, everyone's from somewhere. So, you know, um, we're, we're moving into like drone things where we're going to have virtual tours for elders that can't make it out on the boat and they can have like a tour of villages and whatnot. So it's pretty cool. That's kind of my take on kind of the culture and history. And I'm a very cultural person and I have been since I was young. So that's kind of my side on the history makers. And I've always been into kind of fashion and we kind of just collide our ideas and stuff comes to life and it's cool to just see people rocking with it you know yeah yeah that last drop was was nice i honestly you know i'm trying not to splurge and and, and spread the love um but i ordered a couple <laughs> pieces from you guys and i was re-looking because i seen you guys are going to restock and stuff um but yeah i i seen another big announcement i should mention i, I kind of offhandedly mentioned it but you guys are from bella bella remote community i think we kind of have that in common also yeah. well, later yeah. we got to talk about the peace treaty because um as a haida whenever i see Eltec, i just feel I feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that feeling is mutual because I never got to go yeah. to any of the celebrations. So I don't really know what the vibe is, but I'm just like, peace, Judy. Yo, I'm in. That's in one of my yeah. favorite sayings, love, peace, Ulik and Greece. And there was all yeah. those things at that meeting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's love. There's <laughs> obviously love that was going on. How could there not be? Um, there was peace. And if there wasn't Ulik and Greece, someone was being cheap. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Um, but I want to talk to you guys about a big announcement that you guys uh, um, had that I seen on Facebook. Uh, you guys are going to be having advertisements in a Canucks game, which to me, I think yeah, is huge yeah. because as someone who's like a, a small business owner, um, and now I'm like thinking about marketing and like, should I be buying ads for stuff? And, you know, putting myself out there because, uh, you know, word of mouth is kind of a stressful thing to, to, to go by. Um, what's what's how did that come to be? And uh, are you going to be at the game? We're going to be at the game. For Hell sure. yeah. That's what I like. Um, to hear. It was it was it was quite a process, man. Like it's it's all just about like networking and knowing like the right people and having our names put in like a certain hat, which like really played really well for us um uh we we got called up to Haida Gwaii to meet the uh like the CEO of Rogers Communications mm -hmm. I seen that and uh me and Charlie went up there with my girl and we made a trip out of it and um we're being we're being put into a pilot program as entrepreneurs and residents for Rogers Communications and the shopping channel um mm -hmm. we're still hashing out the details on that but like that was like the roots of like how we got into this whole canucks game situation um uh christine smith 
is uh, she's like the executive director at Coastal First Nations. Uh, she's also like one of my best friend's moms, which is like, like her son Donovan is mine and Charlie's like really close homie. So um, it was good to be able to like connect with her on that side as well. Like just networking and knowing them through all these other things. She, she called us up one day and she was like, we need to get on a zoom meeting. I got some crazy news for you guys. Um, and then she just dropped the gem on us and she was like, you guys are going to be at a Canucks game for it. I, uh, March 30th is going to be um, the Canucks indigenous night. So they host the three nations from down here, Slavertooth, Musqueam, Squamish. Mm-hmm. They have performances and everything. I think they do a lot of showcasing for indigenous lives and everything. And we got chosen out of, I think, two or one other company to be showcased mm. during the game. So they're going to put you up on the Jumbotron. Yeah, I, I fucking hope so. I think you're going to get up on the Jumbotron. Oh, you better be wearing your <laughs> yeah, apparel. You said something about We got to be flossed out in some dope history maker shit. When they, yeah, 100%. 100%. On. So, yeah, they dropped the gem on us, and she was she kind of gave us like a, a rough breakdown of you know they're gonna they're gonna speak about us on the the big screen um they want us to submit some videos that'll be put up on the jumbotron yo uh, and then like at the end she was like yeah then we'll be putting like your guys we'll be putting an advertisement on this the ringside during the game and shit which is like because i mean okay. that game lives forever the pictures live forever if something crazy yeah. goes down that lives forever like um plus like just putting it on social media like hopefully there's like screen grabs of like oh there's images gonna be of us on the ice and shit and yeah don't waste your moment if they go live on the jumbotron i made it on <laughs> tv one time i was a counselor for the United nation and they were interviewing our prez who is my cousin indian things here and <laughs> I was like dancing in the background. I was trying to get on screen. Like the Canucks executive or producers are like holding me back, trying to trying to get me to not go on the jumbotron. I was like, I'm not passing up this opportunity to be on the jumbotron. So I kept sneaking my head in there, and the crowd like cheered after I got my head back in there. It was hilarious. So don't don't waste that opportunity. Yeah. Um, Charlie, for you, what was it like after that call? Like you know. You know, you have this idea, then you have the pressure of following through. You know what I mean? There's always that talk, like I've chopped it up with the homies, like, you know, we could do this, we could do that, we could do that. And then when it comes down to it, you know, a lot of not a lot of people, you know, want to follow through. So obviously there was follow through there. Um, what was that pressure like? And was there pressure? Or is that just me who gets nervous and, you know, you kind of hesitate on things like that? Uh, yeah, I mean... I guess in some ways it's, you know, it's like coming up with ideas and sending them to Casey. Like I don't under, even understand sometimes if they're going to be good. And I feel like weird sending them his way or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> other than that, it's just basically, I don't know. I feel like it, it's pretty cool how we can collab. Like one day I was just searching and on the internet and I found war old war posters and i told casey we need like a war poster style thing and two days later he sent me the uh couldn't kill the indian uh tea you know idea and it's just like bam so i don't know i think it's pretty easy we kind of 
their ideas up and Casey just brings them to life with his hands and we just yeah we collab on on all our ideas and it's a it's a pretty cool thing hell yeah um the first day that I got my uh my sweater the like the the green one I think the one that you guys just described the worst still here I was feeling real juicy and I, I wore that to save on and I was like oh yeah and then a lady walked by me in the exact same sweater i'm like damn it's like <laughs> like i can't even get one day as the first person to be seen in that sweater i was like hell yeah i was i, I almost asked her i was like yo can i take a picture with you i was like so close to being like and then posting it being like i don't know this lady but she's got a good taste of clothing uh, yeah, I just thought I would tell you that here in Terrace, I seen her at Save On. I, I don't know who she was, but I noticed we were wearing That's the same sweaters. Weird. Yeah, small world, but big world too, man. Like you know, Terrace. Yeah, um, I had it. I had an incident like that just happened like uh, yesterday. Actually, I was wearing one of like the zip ups that we did from our like early early release when we we're still doing like the 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 uh, like third party shipping kind of thing mm-hmm. um it was literally just a hoodie with our like logo on the chest and i guess like at broadway and commercial which is kind of like a native hub for people to just like mill around somebody that was like in that area was wearing one of the t-shirts that me and charlie did for bella bella which like every single member from bella bella got a shirt which was like 2500 shirts or something like that so this dude must have seen someone wearing that shirt and then when I was standing like at Broadway and commercial, he looked over and he's like, yo, I just seen that logo on a t-shirt, like just over there, like 20 minutes ago. And <laughs> now I'm seeing it again. I was like, yo, that's what's up. <laughs> Recognition. Yeah. So that's going to be a trip. No. The connects thing. That's going to be. Yeah. Now we're going to be like. On so when TV. is the game? When is the game? We never really got into the date before. we March got 30th. March, March 30th. 30th. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, that's everyone should be home. March 30th, tuning in. I'm telling everyone, like, I'm going to unfriend you if you're not watching the game. (laughs) I just watched, like, my first hockey game of the year tonight. All right? So I'm warming up. I'm warming up. Um, Because that's right when everyone's going to be, you know, getting back from junior all-native and then heading to the all-native basketball tournament um, August. No, April 2nd, (laughs) August. Uh, Charlie, you playing? How's Bella Bella looking? Am I playing ball? Yeah. Uh, I won't be playing ball this year. I'm, I'm not really sure how Bella Bella's looking, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, my shoulder uh, keeps popping out, and it's, it's kind of shitty. If I if I chose to get the operation, I wouldn't be able to use my arm for like six months. So, yeah, I miss playing ball, though. But Okay, yeah, I didn't know I'll that. I'll be a spectator now. Spectating now. I'll have to come up and... Uh, commentate a game with you, <laughs> and the booth always needs a spot. I could use a game off, I'll let you go with one of the other guys. <laughs> I could head to the crest. <laughs> no, no, that would be dope though, because we're always looking to to mix it up and spread it out. I, you know, I love the all native. I just did an all native fantasy draft, I think that was the last yeah, episode. Seen that online. Yeah, that got some buzz, yo. Um. <laughs> I got your guy. Well, I don't know if he's your homie, but I got your your fellow Heltzik, uh, Rob Germain on, and uh, yeah, he was chefing up in Bella Bella while he was doing the draft. It was whole, uh, he's taking yeah. orders. He's like showing us all 
food he's talking to his mom it was it was just it was the best thing ever that guy's got mr hustle just in the community (laughs) yes sir. (laughs) hell yeah Yeah. that was dope so yeah earlier we were talking uh about the peace treaty and i want to know how you guys genuinely feel uh about it i don't know how how often these discussions happened since the peace treaty happened um i don't know if it's a lot it's definitely not a loss of momentum is the right thing but it's just kind of something that's accepted and known now you know what i mean i feel like it is i know about it i I mean there was a lot of um ceremony and feasts had between each nation and like i was saying before when i walked by by a heltic i noticed a heltic it it feels like there's a peace treaty you know what i mean like I don't is that feeling mutual is I guess what I'm trying to say and it kind of almost feels like I'm forcing you to say yes so if it is no say no so I'm like no nah, man <laughs> about to pop off every time yeah. you walk um, weirdly like before like everyone you know you just have almost that rivalry from basketball and mm-hmm. all that like that's kind of what we grew up on like yep. you know we're like ready to battle on the floor and stuff but it was always cool after that and but i think it's like maybe the third or third or fourth peace treaty signing that happened and that most recent one i believe is 2014 uh if maybe i'm correct or 2017 i'm not sure but uh yeah that was pretty cool i was there and i guess before all that there's a lot of wars between our people and yeah i guess it's just better we're stronger together and uh yeah it was definitely quite the quite the energy there when we were signing that peace treaty to be a part of that historic event in Haida Gwaii and i look forward to when you guys are down in the Helsic territory for the next one yeah with for me man like I, I never really, like, I, I knew about the history between the Helsinki and the Haida, but it wasn't like, I, I wasn't really strong in the knowledge about it because mm-hmm. I wasn't really, like, ingrained in my culture up until, like, 2012 or something. I was super urban, you know, I wasn't really tuned into our culture other than, like, knowing how to dance or dances, kids' dances, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, doing a little bit of research on it and shit like that, I know there's, like, some crazy wars way back in the day. Yeah, I, remember, I honestly I, didn't. Even, I didn't even like hang out like, or even know very many Haidas up until I was like into like the fine arts game, which is when I started meeting every Haida. <laughs> yeah, we got a ton of mutual friends. <laughs> but like everyone that I know is like is a good like they've been pretty cool, you know. Like yeah, I haven't met one that has rubbed me the wrong way. So. Yeah, for sure. I know the first, uh, aside from, like, basketball, my first experience of, like, coming into contact with, you know, people from Bella Bella, or not even contact, but just into, like, my consciousness was when I think there was a rap group in Bella Bella when I was in, like, uh, just got into high school. It was called Dying Breed. and Oh, shit. Yeah, and they were dissing a group called Smokehouse, which I think was from the NAS. And they like they were like beefing on Bebo. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> Bebo, but I remember just like Damn. I remember tuning into like all that. Shit. Yeah, I remember tuning into all that shit. And we, my group, my group, we actually made a track called "Why Can't We Be Friends" uh, oh, about dude. a song about why can't dying breed and smokehouse get along. 
And it was hilarious. That's crazy. That was that was like super long ago. I'm old, man. I'm old. Don't want to date me, but yo, master's division here, I come. I know like Miles was part of that. Like Dying Breed was like all all those kids were like in my grade, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of thing. Tyson and all them. I think somebody one of them even has a dying breed tattoo. Yeah, that's what their cover art was on their Bebo page was like their hands up like this and it said <laughs> dying. I don't know why I remember yeah, this yeah. so vividly, but we were yeah, really into like, finding yeah, native rappers as like kids and seeing if they were dope because we had the MST crew in our town and then like we found King Smythe <laughs> and the Nas and yeah, there was, I mean, there's, there's always been lots, and, and now, Yo, you know. Yo, that's hilarious, man. You know, we had to have those groups before we got <laughs> SNRK. Like, we had to. Like, that's, yeah, right, no one's, everyone's sleeping on Somebody that. has to pave the way. You <laughs> know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't just, you know, first one can't be Come popping out of nowhere and be all famous right away. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, I tried. There's a couple tracks out there that I pray never see the light of day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube them after this. Uh, no, yeah, I produced yeah, a couple. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah they're not on YouTube. Trust me, I just on a television show where they deleted my whole history, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm good. Right, let's rewrite it. Let's rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta rewrite that track, bro. That's definitely <laughs> not happening. I can promise that. I definitely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> can promise that. Holy shit. But yeah, I always wondered what happened to Dying Breed. Like you know, just just curiously, still out there, still out there doing it, man. Are they rapping still? <laughs> no, I know. Like Miles, still kicks really dope raps. He's he's a really talented writer. That dude. He just like I don't think music is like something he's really trying to pursue. Mm-hmm. It's just something mm-hmm. he did. It's just like me, like when I was a kid, I spent like all my high school years freestyling and shit. And like, you can't catch, like I did it once, like when Charlie was here the other week or whatever, but we were like, we were out all night and we were out with Darren from Snotty Nose and it was just like, he's here, he put a beat on, let's do it, I guess. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's hype. It's more like a little <laughs> hobby type thing. Dude. Pull it out the back pocket sometime. Dope. So, Not like when I was like trying to rap in people's ears when I was all like, "Yo, check this new verse out, man." Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. I would, I would have a smoke on the patio or something. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So there are similarities between our communities, undoubtedly. Um, the isolate uh, to be to be isolated. Um, I know you guys have a community that's called Bella Bella right across the way, but it's. I don't know, like, too much about that. What's up with that? What is that? Charlie knows what's up with that. More than me, I'd say, anyways. So they they just bought back Shearwater. I think is that what you're talking about? I have no... I just thought there was another town that was just, like, across, another community across from Bella Bella. Oh, yeah, there's, like, Kunsu, which is, like, now the men's wellness, which I think was, like, part of, like, our original, like, stationing as a reserve or like as a community i think it was there before okay originally and then they like migrated over to where it is now and mm. i'm pretty sure that's what it is anyways like again i don't really keep 
too much tabs or like i'm not really that informed because i'm too busy with other shit. i feel you i feel you i'm i come from uh old masset and we have a place called new masset yeah, yeah we like went to the, weird the boat. so i'm like what's going on here <laughs> like <laughs> old new yeah yeah for real. uh i do like saying old mass it feels good i like to say that i'm from old mass even though you know, I was born. Yeah, in we were, New we were up there. We went to go check out both. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dope. So, you know, growing up um, in Bella Bella, you know, what were your guys's like first dreams of of what you wanted to be? Because for me, uh, mine was like, well, my parents worked at an airport, so one, I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. Um, I also thought that I, I had the delusions thinking that I could be a fisherman or a logger or something like that. Um, but, but that I'm, I'm going back early. Like those, that's kind of what I, I, I wanted to be obviously like dreams change. And I don't know if it's just like how it was for me or like my res mentality, but I never really ever dreamed of, of doing anything bigger. You know what I mean? Never like it was very, a very humble dream to have looking back at it right now. Um, and I think a lot of kids now dreams are like, you know, to be a, a TikTok star or a YouTuber or influencer, you know what I mean? Or in that realm. So like, Which the, dreamer or something. <laughs> yeah. So what were your <laughs> dreams as kids? Charlie, you can rock this one first. You were kind of muted or something before. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Yep. Can you guys hear me or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool uh yeah i don't know um mostly i don't know i guess i was just hanging around in the gym a lot mostly playing sports i guess mainly i just wanted to grow up and play basketball in my my age and, uh, and I, we played a lot of soccer around my earlier team and yeah as far as that it's, uh, I don't know I just yeah I didn't really wasn't really thinking about much else at the time I guess yeah that's that's hella fair Casey artist um I never like as a kid I don't think I ever aspired to be an artist I think I was just like I know as a kid, I was always like, super into it, though. Like, I was I was always, like, drawing. I got, like, journals as a kid, like, drawing these crazy detailed, like, Transformers and shit. But, like, I think when I was, like, younger, I just wanted to, like, just survive as, like, or just, you know, somehow just not be poor. Or yeah. That's I think that was, like, my level. It's not even like we were poor when I grew up, but it was, like, like my mom always did what she needed to like work wise to, to make sure we're all right. Mm -hmm. Like you just buy by any means or whatever. But like, I was always like in like, especially when I got into my teens, I was like, I need to be able to do something to where I'm not struggling or whatever. So like in my head, I was like, maybe I can, I don't know, work at a warehouse or something. And like, which I ended up doing for like five years, but um, throughout high school, it was kind of just like, yo, I want to do something where I can just, make a continuous income without having to do any shisty shit. <laughs> you know, I, feel like, you, I feel you. So 
like I, I I completed high school. Like it took me like I think I was like two years behind or whatever, but I completed high school, early twenties. I as soon as I got into my twenties, I was like, no aspirations to do shit. I did, I had no like I had no drive to 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 want to progress in any way. It was kind of just like <clears throat> I got a group of friends who really like to go out and party, and we're gonna go do that. So. For my early 20s, it was kind of just a write-off. I, I didn't really have much of like a stable zone to be at. But like, I guess mid-20s or whatever, I realized that like, you know, I do have an ability to create shit, which is like artwork. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a, if I have a, like a talent or an ability to utilize it in some way. So I tried, didn't really do much. And then like again just ran through like not having really any aspiration to do much i wasn't even working at one point but like um once i did realize like i was able to create art and that's when i had like it wasn't until my mid-20s i had a goal in my life of like this is what i want to be 10 years or whatever so it took me up until my adulthood to like end like have a good girl on my side to kind of like steer me in the direction of where I should be, which is like something, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it wasn't until my mid twenties adulthood where I had goals in my life. Like this is what I want to be when I'm like, if I can do art and how am I going to pursue it? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now we're here and like, I, um, I didn't expect to be this, but I am, and it's fucking dope. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Unapologetic. Um, yeah, I, you know, I guess this question, Charlie, it's more based for KC, um, but every artist seems to have their own, you know, they, they try to find their own unique style. And yours is like it's it's modern, contemporary. I don't know if that's the right phrasing. You don't want to put art in a box, but it's it's your style. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it's heavily influenced by you know graffiti, um, which yeah. which I love, which was initially what drew it to me. I didn't even you know know who you were, where you're from, or whatever. I seen you know your stuff being shared online. I was like, yo, that shit is dope, um, um, because to me, I believe that our culture is constantly evolving. It evolves with the people. Tradition is tradition, but 100%. culture changes year to year, day to day, uh, hour to hour sometimes. Uh, it mm-hmm. can. It has that ability because, you know, uh, culture is is water. You put a water in a bowl, it sure. becomes the bowl. You put a water exactly. in a cup, it becomes the cup. That's Bruce Lee. Um, <laughs> but what was it like for you finding your own style and, and starting to blend the two together? Because there had to be a first time. Yeah, there there was actually. Well, that's a good question. But um, when I when I first started getting into like Northwest Coast art, um, as soon as I got into the studies, like of like actual form line, I got bored of it immediately. I was like, mm. if this is all it is, like then it it's like what else can I do to make it like excite me? I got into this for a reason, so. <clears throat> I immediately tried to like mold in my graffiti like right off the bat as soon as I was beginning my studies. But then I realized like I didn't have like the Northwest Coast form line side down pat, which trying to mix something with something that you don't have fully developed yet 
it, in my mind, it was like wishy-washy. It wasn't a solid, you know, like fucking being. Mm-hmm. So I like went back to the drawing board and was like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like try and incorporate this right away. I want to learn how to do one thing really well before I blend it to. So that being form line. So like I, I spent the better half of like four and a half, maybe four years. Yeah, I'd say like four just studying form line from one book. Um, and like Google searches and whatever, but um, by like the fourth year, I felt like I was creating like, like West Coast pieces that are like somewhat in the same element of everyone else who I've been like trying to emulate sort of. Um, and I put them like side by side to some of my favorite pieces. And I was like, well, it's kind of like getting there. Like it's 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 getting in that like zone, which is good. So I just continued to do a bit more. And then um, once I like I got like a I got like the the approval from like an up like a higher up dude who was also high up. And he was like, yo, that's that's like really good formula, man. Like you're doing you're doing good. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I feel like I'm going <laughs> in the right direction. I'm gonna fucking like grab some colors and throw it in there. So I was I was really trying to like like slowly just blend the two together. Somehow it was just simplifying but brightening with color, just putting different colors within the secondary spaces of the form line or doing different color form line or whatever. And during like one of my experiments of like doing this piece, I was using paint pens because I, I grew up with the history of graffiti. Mm-hmm. I grew up around graffiti heads from grade eight on. Um, so we always use paint pens for for everything that we do and like because we do graffiti when we went to go paint walls we went to go bombing on like street fronts we had to be in and out real quick and like when we're painting canvases with graffiti like we learn how to use those paint pens really fast so i'm using these paint pens and i'm i'm building this form line piece using some different colors the paint pens have like a little nib on it where you push down and more paint comes out of it while I was adding color into this piece, I pushed down on that pen and like a whole bunch of pink paint just came like spilling out onto my piece. Hmm. And I was like, well, I just completely fucking wasted all my time. I just worked <laughs> on this piece for fucking three hours and I just ruined it from this paint pen. But like I was I was like invested in like not wanting to stop doing that piece because I was like, I spent so much time on it. Like, what am I gonna what am I gonna do? So I thought, like, why don't I just continue that form line over the pink paint that just spilled out and then, like, weave it in and out of the paint that spilled everywhere. And then I intentionally started spraying more paint on it and then weaving the form line through those, which now developed, like, what I do now. So it was, like, the the style that I originally, like, opened the door to get into what I'm doing was a complete accident. And it was, like, in my mind, it wasn't intentional at all. And now I'm doing it on purpose. Now I'm just making a mess on purpose. And it, it was, there was a lot of like tweaks, trials and errors of like what looks good, what's good to balance with color theory, all this other stuff. There's more technicalities behind it than just like making a mistake. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to find out like how to balance like this contemporary side with the form line side mm-hmm. and have it like live in one space and look good together and there was a lot of pieces that that i sold to people 
that they love, but like I look back at those and I'm like, man, those are just like trash. I wouldn't, I would <laughs> like delete them off my social media. Anyways. But like that, that's basically how that whole thing developed. It was kind of just, it was uh, like once I found out, like I can, I can create this kind of contemporary cultural thing. Mm-hmm. And people were like, social media was a huge thing. Like when I posted those photos, people on social media were like, holy shit, this is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To to me, I was like, oh, it's it's kind of okay. Like it could be better. But um, I also got like like the approval from like a gallery owner too, who was a good friend of mine, Peter Latimer. He was, he added me on Facebook, added me on Instagram. And he, he seen one of my pieces and he was like, yo man like you should do more of this stuff and like if it gets refined a bit better then yo we'll put it in the gallery so that was kind of my drive to try and refine it and make it more like detailed and cleaner and messier at the same time hell yeah though don't take this the wrong way but you sound a lot like the native bob ross (laughs) it's a happy little accident you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna turn that into a nice. For real, though, that's bird. what it was, man. It was a happy little accident. <laughs> yeah, that's what the whole time well, I was actually, thinking. It's like when you're like, it was an accident. Yeah. I was like, oh, my own, well, my own episodes with my soothing painting voice. Yeah, the joy <laughs> of painting with Casey. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got a happy little, it. happy little. <laughs> We're creating masterpieces in thirty minutes. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, that would be dope. Um, get you two bologna sandwiches and a glass of orange juice ready, baby. <laughs> now, um, it's you know, I I think I have to bring this up just for my own my own personal well being and my own mental health. And I don't want to regret anything. Um, but I got to talk about our names. We got a couple unique names here. Um, first off, Charlie, you're Charlie Brown, one of the most historic characters. Um, known throughout cartoon oh, history, what's it been like being attached to that Jesus. cartoon? <laughs> and have oh, you ever hey, like um, run into like uh, I think it's like Lionel or anybody else from the show and been like, "Oh, I'm Charlie Brown. <laughs> this is weird." I <laughs> know. Uh, really? No, nah, man. I'm the only, I'm the only Charlie Brown. There ain't no one else. I know three uh, no, Charlie Browns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Whenever I introduce myself, I say, no, there's no peanuts around here. You know, it's only me, but I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, my papa's name was Charlie. Mm. Um, he passed away, unfortunately, a year before I was born. So I was named after him. And my dad's name happened to be, last name happened to be Brown. Therefore, we got Charlie Brown in the building. Um, and also, just want to shout out my Indian name is Glathba. That means surfacing. Sorry, how, say that Say and, that again. Uh, yeah. What, what's your... Glathba. 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 Hell yeah. Gla- like G-L-A-T-H-B-A. Glathba. Glathba. That sounds La- tough. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mine. I, I seen on Casey's profile when I was trying to do some digging. It says no Indian name. Still, no Indian. still, yeah. let's put it out in the yeah, universe. Yeah. Get that name. Uh, what, one thing, yo, man. So big, big thing is we're gonna we're gonna be having a potlatch, oh. and I'm gonna be adopting Casey as my bro. 
And we're going to be giving him his Indian name. So shout Hell out. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Oh, that's that's dope. Yeah. That's I'm dope. Looking forward to it, man. Yeah, my traditional name, which I don't think I've ever said on this podcast. I probably should. It's just a podcast from the res. Is uh, Cook Ewans, which means big heart. So I was given that name when I was uh, yeah. twelve yeah. years old. Yeah, uh, I've been, I've been really working on uh, introducing myself as Glothba before, <laughs> and then saying Charlie Brown afterwards because you know what, that that would have been our name uh, first and foremost. So uh, I've really been trying to do that, anyways, to Glothba. work on that as my identity there. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try and remember that. going by your government name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my name on the status card for the cheap gas, man. Gas is crazy right <laughs> now. <laughs> shit's getting out of hand. I'm looking at buying a smaller vehicle. It's like money. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, Casey, is that abbreviated? Or is that? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. What, what's, what's the K? What's the C? Uh, K is for Kelsey, actually. Okay. Yeah. What's the C uh, for? C, C is for Creighton. I don't know what the, your, the origin for that last name or middle name is, but Kelsey Creighton is what KC stands for. Okay, KC Hall. I, I respect it. Obviously, I got the yeah, KC I was, initials, and I always I was, rock the KC gear. And people yeah. are always like, yo, is that custom? Did you, did you get that made? I'm like, no, it's I was, the uh, City Royals. I was blessed with the I was blessed with a nickname KC from my late my late best friend. Uh, Tyler Joseph, who's part Helsic and part Squamish. Um, when I was going to Britannia Secondary, like shortly, um, I was wearing a Kansas City hat because it's my initials. So I was like, I'll get a hat with my initials on it. Um, and I, I met this dude, Tyler, and he he introduced himself and he's like, yo, I'm partly from Bella. So we started hanging out and he was one of the dudes that actually got me into like hip hop, like hugely. But uh, he changed your name, and I was like, yo, my name's Kelsey. And he's like, oh, can't be going around calling you Kelsey all the time. And so he was like, yo, he's like, I'm going to call you KC because it's on your hat. And I was like, yo, it's my initials, bro. So he would call me. He he was the first one to start calling me KC. Okay. And then when we'd like, he'd introduce me to his friends. They just introduced me as KC. And then it kind of just carried on throughout my life. And like now, it's just what I solely go by. <laughs> yeah, it's clean. It's very clean. Yeah. Um, my name Kiefer Nigel Collison, <laughs> and uh, I asked my mom um, why <laughs> she named me Kiefer Nigel. Obviously, my last name was always going to be Collison. That's my dad's last name. And she says she says it to me like this. <laughs> now our listeners can't see, but I'm going to do a hand gesture. <laughs> she says because <laughs> Kiefer Nigel Collison. Like that makes no sense. That's not a good enough reason <laughs> to give me this weird ass name, dude. <laughs> like like on a lamp or Yo, yeah. And then <laughs> I, you know, in high school, I didn't really get a cool name. I prefer when people call me Keith. Drop the er. Um, but yeah, Kiefer rhymes with Queefer. Um, you know, we don't got to get too much into that. But uh, I just owned it. Then it morphed to Queef Balls, and then uh, you got to be a real close personal friend to call me that or. Uh, we ain't friends. <laughs> so yeah, it was rough, Charlie. I would I would have took Charlie. I would have took Charlie Brown over Queaver any day. Um, so you're blessed. You're blessed. You have a powerful name, memorable, all memorable. I think you know. I think there's something to that. You know what I mean? There's people's names who 
who you just remember. And when you meet yeah. somebody unique, it definitely, it definitely no, I'm helps. I'm just hoping they put her there. I'm just hoping they put her actual names up on that jumbotron. Yeah. Yeah. They will. They will. They're pretty legit there. Like I said, I was on the jumbotron one time. I got a jumbotron selfie. It's actually one of my first Instagram uploads way back when. Um, oh, shit. It was my first Canucks game I ever went to, too. And yeah, it was uh, what an experience that was. Um, but guys, we're running out of time here. I just want you to give a chance for people to check out your stuff. The If you just want to drop your website, the socials, where people could find you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think a million percent in the future, we'll have you both back on and we'll chop it up again uh, because I feel like we could keep going. Um, but that's all the time we have for uh, today, boys. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. So you can check us out on our website, which is www historymakers.com and that's h-s-t-r-y-m-k-r-s.com um we have items from our last drop on there still uh the hoodies were a huge hit so we have mm. some plans to restock restock those but hoodies different restock, color different color maybe i don't know hey hey i, I don't know ideas okay i don't know all right well if it's a different color i'm in trouble here because i'm probably gonna we got big out. plans though man we got big plans we got this restock coming out we got something to go with it and something to go with that. So it's going to be awesome. So I'll put the website, uh, I'll put the website in the link, uh, yeah. or in the bio of the podcast. I'm still new to this. Um, uh, Charlie, drop your socials. Where can people follow you? Because you'll be updating through your socials. I've seen it. Um, uh, yeah, history yeah. Makers. um, our, our history makers, uh, Instagram is the T H E underscore H S T R Y M K R S. That's the underscore history makers with no vowels in the name. Um, yeah, on Facebook, we're just history makers. And uh, yeah, we got some big things coming up, some plans. Uh, maybe this month, hopefully get some stuff, maybe selling at the All Native. Yes. Um, we are looking, to, we're looking to start some Zoom meetings called breaking barriers with the history makers we're going to be interviewing people with different uh, careers and kind of challenges they faced and we're going to have that open to um, youth and anyone who wants to come in and listen and just kind of get some insight on different things uh we got possibly a couple fashion shows this year so we got some big things coming your way man and we got lots of ideas flowing we're looking to have a pop-up shop in vancouver maybe this summer so keep your eyes peeled man keep your eyes peeled that's what i like to hear the the, the big things i got a little bit of goosebumps uh, <laughs> while you were talking there honestly because i just want to see you boys win honestly you Thanks, win bro. if you guys win i'm gonna win <laughs> your kids are gonna win their kids kids yeah. kids from different reses are gonna win this is we're what all we're trying to do, man. yeah we're trying to let trying to let everybody know they can win exactly that's 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 uh it's called making history yeah rewrite rewrite history in their own way man for sure but thanks again boys it's it's been an absolute pleasure and i i know we're gonna chop it up again of course um that was KC and Charlie Brown from Bella Bella. I can't wait to be belting that out uh, at the All Native. I'm Kiefer Carlson. Again, check out my mom's flower business if you're still here. Debbie's Flowers, 9224321. Get yourself a nice arrangement. You've been mean to somebody? 
get some flowers. That's all I got to say. That's all you got to do. And again, check out uh, Win Bigno, um, Too Shallow as Sunset on Spotify. And all the tracks are vibey. They're good. You got some studying to do? Win's got you covered. Check it out. Too Shallow as Sunset. I'm Keith Carlson. This is just a podcast from the rest. Thank you.